Hi, my loves. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Welcome to my first ever podcast episode. So as I, well, (laughs) as I'm looking at the time now, it is 12.12. And those of you who have been with me for a while, connected with me in various ways, you'll, you'll know that I have been talking about doing a podcast for a while and some of you have been asking me um, and here I find myself in an inspired moment of action which I will definitely be doing um, at least a podcast episode about the difference between inspired action that feels very effortless and forced action where we are trying to manipulate an energy that's not quite there. But what I am going to be speaking to today is actually around the North Node in your natal chart. So for those of you who are maybe not as well versed in astrology and may not have even heard of the North Node before, I'm going to break this down for you and know that you can also, if you've got your time of birth, precise time, and the location as well, you can very easily delve into this with the help of Google. So in this episode, I am going to share three really practical takeaways for you that will facilitate some growth in the direction of where your soul is calling you to be in this lifetime. And whilst your natal chart as a whole is an incredible tool for both your personal development and self-awareness, which of course go hand in hand. If there's to be one aspect within the natal chart for you to really hone in on and dive into, it would absolutely be this journey from south to north node. And what this journey speaks to is found in many teachings, in many different practices and philosophies, And it is the teaching of leaving your comfort zone in order for your growth, in order for you to experience new realities within your life. So for those of you that are going to look into this, which I highly recommend you do, when you find your natal chart, you can do this on Google. I will leave in... (laughs) This is funny that I find myself saying this now because I hear it in so many podcasts. I will leave in the notes um, the a link that you can use for free to bring up your natal chart. And when you do this, there will be a lot of symbols and signs that perhaps don't mean a whole lot to you. But find the one that looks like a horseshoe. And there should be on the left hand side uh, a table that then... Um, explains what these symbols are. So you're looking for your north node and it should look, or it will look rather, like a horseshoe. Now where you see this symbol in your chart, it will have a number near the centre of this circle that you're looking at. And this number represents the house. So you can find and identify what house the north node is sitting in for you personally. And on the outer part of this circle, there should be another symbol, which will be the sign. 
So you want to understand and identify both the house and the sign that your north node is sitting within. Once you have got those two pieces of information, Google is going to be your friend if you aren't able to read any further into these symbols and numbers. <laughs> so you're going to go into Google and allow somebody else to do the deeper work for you and provide these insights. Now, having said that, I actually want you to pause if you're one of these people that's straight onto it and, and researching as I am speaking to you. <laughs> Hold your horses, because what I would love is for this to happen at the end of the episode. Not only will you be listening with more awareness and attention, and therefore receive more from this episode, but it also will mean that you've got the takeaways and the guidance from me so that this information isn't just some cool stuff that you now bank in your memory and have as an intellectual understanding, but alongside my tips and guidance, you have the awareness and ability to embody some change in the direction of where your soul is calling you to go in this lifetime. Those of you who have worked with me before or you're connected with me online and see what I share in that kind of digital space, you will know that this is a big part of my work. It is the embodiment piece. We can be amazing with collecting knowledge, reading and learning and, and feeding the mind, but the ability to actually be in the change, to bring your body into the change, into the knowing of what you've just learned, is where the juice lies. It's the key that actually unlocks new realities for you. So bear with me for now, put the keyboard down, not that anyone has a physical keyboard these days, but relax your hands, take some notes if you want, and just have a listen to what I'm about to share, and then with all of that, go forth onto astro.com and see what you learn and what you can change. So without further ado, the most simple way that I can share this information with you is that your north node, this horseshoe that we identified before, is essentially the soul's desire for evolution in this lifetime. So it naturally sits in opposition to the south node. And this is where I was talking earlier about the teaching that presents itself in various forms, in various ways. This is where it sits in your natal chart. And the south node therefore represents what we have already mastered in other lifetimes or, you know, if you're not a believer in that, it's just an energy that we're comfortable with, something that we are really good at already. It's where we tend to remain because it is comfortable, it's known and it's familiar. So it's soothing to our, our smaller self, our ego, and it's predictable the North Node is where your soul wishes to grow. And so it's where we're invited to take risk for our highest good. It's where we will find that we unconsciously seek out situations that are carrying us in that direction or where we get triggered by others' actions, perhaps, when we see other people growing in that way. And there can be a recurring pattern of sorts that plays out. 
until we choose to step into that arena, until we choose to step into the growth of where our soul is calling us to be. Now, isn't that pretty cool? (laughs) I remember the first time I learned about this and I was like, wow. And the amazing thing, and this is why I'm talking about this today, the amazing thing about your natal chart is you can look at it you know, as many times as you want. And every time you look at your chart, you're going to, you're going to see even more. You're going to have even more context, even more understanding of what that journey is for you and how this is actually unfolding in your life. So I'm not going to go into my own story with what I've just pulled out from my chart and been like, oh, this is the theme that's playing out in my life right now. And I love being able to see astrology in action. Um, Some of you may have heard my little IG story where I had recently gone on a first date with a man that I had obviously never met before, did not know a whole lot about at all. And through an evening of talking to him, uh, I was that typical, <laughs> typical woo-woo girl for a moment. And I said, I'm sorry, but do you happen to know uh, your natal chart? Do you know any of your placements? Because I feel like I'm getting quite a strong sense of certain energies from you. <laughs> and if my younger self could have heard this, this is a slight tangent, but if my younger self could have heard this, I would have been like, Kate, what? is wrong with you, you've lost the plot. But the amazing thing was, whilst in that moment he didn't know, I I said to him at the time what I was feeling from his energy and not only what signs they were, but also the planet as well. And I guess I, I spoke about it in a way that intrigued him because he then sent me a screenshot the next day and I was absolutely right. And this is, this is what I love about the natal chart. It holds so much more information and it gives so much more context than just understanding what your sun sign is. So as a side, you know, if you do get really interested in this, you can absolutely keep returning at various points whenever you kind of have that moment of inspired action, as this whole podcast has been. Um, you can absolutely return back to your natal chart and and look at it again and again. And I promise you, you will keep finding more information within there. When you are looking at the North Node, which you will see as that horseshoe, I've said this a few times now, I know, but when you identify that in your chart, know that your South Node, as I said, sits in opposition to that. So it's often not shown as a physical symbol in your chart, But when you identify your north node where you see that in your chart, just kind of you can use your finger if you are, I don't know, that might be helpful (laughs) for some of you. Um, You can use your finger or your eyes to then kind of sweep across the circle to the opposite uh, little pie slice. And that is where your south node is. Now, if for any reason that seems a bit complicated or you're slightly unsure over two different slices where you're like, is it that one or that one? Then don't worry, because when you come to the point of Googling your north node, when you've identified the house and the sign that that is in your chart, 
it does also speak to the south node because no matter who you are, your north node is always going to have the oppositional south node. So as I said, the south node is your comfort zone. And so this placement, it gives you a snapshot of the ways that you may keep yourself stuck whilst within this humanness of wanting the familiar there is your soul, your inner being, your higher self, whatever you want to refer to this aspect of who you are as, that will be kind of yearning, kind of calling out to you for for growth. So this is where you might experience uh, that push-pull energy within you of, of knowing that you want to make change and perhaps for a long time feeling that you want to make a particular change in your life, but not quite taking that step. And so seeing this, it can be not relieving, but it it can just give context to that feeling within you. So this is why the chart is such a beautiful thing to look at. It gives you some context for for the ways that you show up in your life, but also shows you the roadmap to get out of that. And so here are my takeaways for you. Number one. The beliefs that you hold shape your reality because when we practice beliefs over and over again, they actually present themselves to us as truths. Like almost we feel that they're this fixed thing, but actually we get to choose our beliefs. And so what I want you to become aware of, this is number one takeaway, become aware of what key beliefs, what regular kind of thought patterns are present in your life and use your north node to then with curiosity and and love not with judgment use your north node placement to then with curiosity look at how well your current frequent thoughts and and practice beliefs match with where your soul wants you to go in this life so for example if you have um, a really strong belief that money isn't for you or that you are terrible at handling money and it's easier to not have it, like there's this kind of subconscious belief therefore that it's easier not to have it, but actually your north node placement is perhaps in Taurus or Capricorn they're signs that people tend to be abundant and wealthy, then it may be time for you to start questioning that belief. Why do I feel that I can't handle money? Why do I feel that I'm not worthy of this? And begin to catch when that belief comes back in. Try and get to the root of that. And that will take some time, but everything is possible in time. And begin to play with some new beliefs that actually match up with where your North Node is. So again, say for example, you're in Taurus or Capricorn. um, And the house placement's going to alter this a little bit as well. But just so that we can speak to this right now. Then you might begin to bring in some self-worth guided meditations you might do some energy work around your root chakra security and stability 
you might do some solar plexus, some kind of power energy practices, and you might also begin to work with some affirmations of not just self-worth, but you might get quite specific and do some money healing work as well and money healing affirmations. So this is where that embodiment piece comes in. So number one, you explore what beliefs, what dominant thought processes you have going on and notice whether they are currently aligned with where your soul wishes you to go or whether you get to start practicing some new ones, letting go of that comfort zone, letting go of what's been familiar to open up the space to welcome in what can become possible for you. Tip number two, nothing changes without change. So as humans, we can be kind of silly really, and we state and we affirm that we want change in our life, and perhaps we even know and we've identified a very specific change that we want in our life and yet we don't change anything. So what are we expecting, right? There's no room for this change to occur and that's where this next piece of advice comes in. Begin to place yourself in new situations, new communities, new spaces and environments that align with and open you up to this North Node energy. So to continue on with the same example around money, what this might look like is seeking out online communities that are, if you're a woman and you're listening to this, maybe even specifically uh, led by women who are allowing you to become more literate when it comes to finances. You might get involved in investing groups. This is something that I've done recently myself. You might start to consume podcasts or watch YouTube videos that are talking about tips for handling your money better. And start with, you know, something that feels like an easy access point. And then from there, let that just be a springboard to more growth in this area of your life. And connect with people. This is where technology is so powerful. Connect with people outside of your actual physical location, you know, get connected with people on Instagram or whatever apps you use who are speaking on the topic of money in a really healthy and inspiring kind of way. You know, they say proximity is power and it really is. And this proximity doesn't have to be physical closeness. As I said, it can be connecting with people online. So use that to your advantage. And finally, tip number three is to move forward with compassion, with grace and with patience. All change occurs in a non-linear way. And as simple as these words are to offer, to put this into practice, to be in the embodiment of this is really transformational and not necessarily easy. But if you can come back to this space time and time again, it's going to mean that you move forward with love and acceptance for all that you have already been and to not kind of be frustrated or resentful or think, oh my gosh, why did I not learn this sooner? to hold love for every phase of your life and every chapter and version of being yourself. So as we grow, as we learn, we leave what we were with love. 
And this allows you to, to feel this beautiful energy of acceptance within yourself. So to give you a practical takeaway on this tip, that could look like forgiveness meditations. It could look like journaling around the lessons that you've learned from being in this phase that you're now moving from. It could be doing mirror work and, you know, speaking lovingly into your eyes as you hold your gaze. It might be just sitting with yourself, with your hand to your heart and affirming that you will always love and accept yourself as you are, whilst holding excitement for all that you will become. So to recap, as we draw this first episode to a close, number one, Are your current beliefs in alignment with your North Node? And if not, start to lovingly practice new beliefs. Number two, put yourself in new situations, new places and with new people that expand your understanding, your vision and your literacy in this area of where your North Node sits. And number three, and probably the most important of all of them, hold love and acceptance for yourself, for every version of who you have been and hold excitement for the version of you that is to become. And we're always in this beautiful process of becoming. So thank you so much for tuning in to my first podcast episode. What I would absolutely love and appreciate is if you enjoyed this episode, leaving a review and sharing this with any of your friends, any of your family that would benefit from learning about that placement and would be interested in growing in that direction so that they can live a more fulfilled life as well. And finally, if you happen to be on Instagram and you've listened to this episode and you enjoyed it, It would delight my heart. It would make me so happy to see you um, share this episode on Instagram and tag me so that I can see. And I am at Awakened with Kate. It's kind of wild, (laughs) but I'm so glad that I finally sat down and started what is for me now a a new chapter in my life. So quite a fitting first episode, really. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Here is to a fulfilled and exciting year ahead for all of us living in our truth. If you really want to be in this growth towards your North Node, I do have some spaces that will be opening up again for my one-to-one spiritual alignment coaching journey. So feel free to get in touch. There will be details in the notes, in the description. You can also connect with me online. And I will be back very soon with another episode. Mm -hmm.